Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local athletes to injured workers and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carroll House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new Lifestyle Collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value. Nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services, check them out at cancelthisshow.com. Kathy Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. If you are having a bad day at work, I can help. Hi, this This is Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair. We just expanded to Cottleville and St. Peter's and are looking for qualified automotive and auto body technicians that would want to work in a climate-controlled environment. That's right. We offer a fully climate-controlled, air-conditioned and heated facility in both Cottleville and St. Peter's. Visit us at CompleteAB.com. If it's not perfect, it's not complete. Others can't compete with Complete Auto Body. Dad and service. Oh, yeah, and service. What up, what up, what up? Happy Friday. Cancel this. You know what we do here? Everybody, welcome into the show. Scotty Gherkin. Lizzie Sparks. Can we change it to Spark? Sure. Lizzie Spark. Yeah, that sounds good. The social media Spark plug. Scotty Gherkin. Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Cancel this. Cancel this show.com. It is our Paranormal Friday. Free for all Friday. It is conspiracy theory Friday, whatever you want to make it. We go hard, we come strong, we're direct all week long, so we try to have a little bit more fun on Fridays. Let our guard down maybe just a little bit, but that's what we do. Remember, you can always jump in at cancelthisshow.com. Once again, cancelthisshow.com. Good morning to everybody who's joining us live. Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, you know what we do. 
And then, of course, you can catch us 24-7. You go to canceltheshow.com. You find your video platform. You find your audio platform. We have it all for you. By the way, if you could share the show, like it, subscribe to all the platforms that we have there. It helps us with this show. By the way, you guys have been kicking total ass in these stars. I'm learning more about it. I appreciate it. Lizzie and Tab pushing that through and everything. Also, when you go to our site, please, please, please check out our sponsors page. This is what helps us. We've got advertisers, our partners page, people jumping in uh, throughout the community. All of those sponsors, those advertisers are throughout the St. Louis area. But as you know, we're a national show. We have topics that cover the country. If you know of somebody that would like to jump in with our show, I don't care where you are. We have list- We have lots of listeners in Chicago, in Detroit, in Texas, they're, where else? Oh, I hear we're big in the state of Washington. <laughs> That's awesome. Regardless, whatever's going on, just let us know. Um, if you have somebody, you jump in, go to canceltheshow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. You can check out our partners page. If you're buying any products, please check them out. Let those people know that you heard about them on canceltheshow.com. Some of them have a dedicated link. Some don't so that they know that you guys are finding them through our site at canceltheshow.com. Com. Also, if you want to donate as we continue the housekeeping notes, you can do so as well. If you're using a laptop, you go to canceltheshow.com, you click on the donate button. If, I repeat, if you're using a mobile device, you go to menu, and then once you click the menu, then it'll put you in, and you can go ahead and donate from that standpoint as well. Okay, it is Friday. It's a free-for-all Friday. We've had a big-time week of guests. We've had a big-time month of guests. We have had... More and more people joining the show, which is exciting. And on this free-for-all Friday, coming up, oh, I don't know, in about 20 minutes or so, Mr. Troy Taylor from American Ghost Tours is going to be joining us because it's a free-for-all Friday. The man is an expert in ghost tours. He has written, authored over 130 books on ghosts. I love it. Yeah. I can't wait. But you know what I would really like to see? Oh, no. Of course. Of course. I would really like to here's have Tabitha, a guest. Here's Tabitha. I would love to have a guest that actually knew how to drive. Someone that can call Stop into it. the show and, and talk about <laughs> rules of the road. When Tabitha goes off on drivers constantly, and that's one of those- I ease, don't. I'm not a- It's one of those low-hanging low fruit, low fruit <laughs> subjects because everybody thinks everybody sucks at driving. You know that. But but it's- Come on. Everyone has their pet peeves when it comes to driving. <laughs> everyone does. Have you ever thought that you everyone might does. be upsetting somebody too with the way you drive? Uh, probably. I drive a Jeep, <laughs> but at least I know my place. Don't I ask s- my children how I drive. Don't, because you wouldn't like me either. You're <laughs> fast. You drive fast or slow? <laughs> I'm yeah, fast, I would say, and then I like think I can four-wheel anywhere, and sometimes I just don't drive on the road. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, so. I know my place. I drive my Jeep, and I stay in the far right lane like I belong. But you know what? A lot of people, Vic, really have no idea how to drive. And, and there's nothing that aggravates me more than someone being on my <laughs> bumper. Oh, my. Because. And then passing me. But you're the opposite of To just get in front of me to get off at the exit, like right there. It's like, what is the what is the point in that? You drive the minimum. If it's 55, you're driving 40. That's not true. I always tease you about being grandma like, and there's nothing wrong with that, Tabitha. (laughs) That's not true. No, I'm kidding. I usually if if the speed limit's 70, I try to drive (laughs) 70. (laughs) If it's 65, I'm usually about 65. But I have a Jeep with big tires. I can't drive fast. I but I know, but at least I'm in the far right lane. 
<laughs> That's right, Scotty. <laughs> Scotty, we have the best drop. Can we hear that again, Scotty? <laughs> That's what I was doing on my drive-in this morning. <laughs> oh my god! I bet good. that sound was going on a lot in your Jeep this morning. You know, I'm not a. What's Tim. so funny is I'm not a road rage driver at all. Like I'm very calm, but it frustrates mm. me. And I was I was texting with you guys on the comment line this morning, and then I and then the last time, the last time I text said, "What's your problem?" And <laughs> Alex is like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I was talking to the person in front of me." Oh, are you happy now? <laughs> but I wasn't yelling. You've been it. begging to complain about drivers for at least two weeks. I think we should dedicate five minutes to it every single day. It's part of life. It's part of life. It's pet. We'll make it a pet peeve Friday. That would be good. My, you know, my pet peeve I, is driving into idea. St. Louis uh, and seeing like nobody has registered their plates. And in one way, I think <laughs> good for you. How are you that close to see? I've never. I'm never looking at anybody's license. I just plates. have to have my glasses on to see. But if I don't have my glasses on, I can't see. But I'm part of me. I admire them. Because, yeah, don't pay your taxes to this rotten government oh and you God. just keep your money and everybody lets do that. But then I'm like, that is just not fair. That is not fair because I have to pay billions of dollars on mine. Why don't you? And you know what I got to thinking? <laughs> what in the world? What okay, have I walked into today? <laughs> well, what happens when they try to sell their car? I mean, can you can you sell it when you haven't licensed your plate in 55 years? I mean, uh. I don't know. But it, and that's annoying. That's Are we getting it all too. out? Are we getting it all out? But you can't do anything about that anymore, Lizzie, because it's racist. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And that's a fact. I'm oh not no, it is a fact. It's it true. is a fact. It is. It is. Okay. It's a paranormal Friday. Free Unless for your all wife Friday. You over. Okay. Sorry. You can you can carry on. <laughs> okay. With that being said, paranormal Friday. We talked about it already. Troy Taylor. He's coming up at eight thirty. But that's not it, because today we have got, oh my gosh, we've got so much coming up. Okay, Tabitha's sending us video, or sending us pictures, here we go again, over war areas. Mm -hmm. There's now a picture over, <laughs> what battlefield is this, Tabitha? It was classified, so it didn't oh, say. Oh, it's a, it's a classified battlefield where we have a... UAP That's or a correct. UFO. This was part of the congressional hearings, and they came forward, a Navy pilot. I believe it was a, no, sorry, it was an Air Force pilot. So that's coming up. And yes, and he stated that, hey, look what I saw. Also, also, here we go again. We now have a situation where you have a congressman stating that that somehow, some way, UFO technology is being used for reverse engineering in secret. What a revelation. <laughs> um, we knew it all along. We'll break down that story. We'll get your opinions from that standpoint as well. Also, we have pictures of an object shot down over Alaska, allegedly. And we will see where all of that goes. It doesn't look like the little, what did you call him last week? Uh, the Mandalorian uh, helmet, Scott? Yeah, this there. isn't. The, this is not the same object as those. Those things are not supposed to be UFOs. We just don't know. But what they everything are. that I continue to see looks like it was made in like the fifties or sixties. It's very. It doesn't it look is like. It is interesting. But of course, new high tech stuff probably wouldn't be falling from the sky or shot down, right? I would think, but but here we have. Remember I told you that I had a Facebook friend who sent me the photos that we showed last Friday where he, he described it as a propane tank that he continuously sees 
flying over his house. Yes, taken, in the fo- out in the woods. Somewhere. Yeah, he's taken several photos of it. When I saw this, I thought, oh my gosh, that validates what he said because it this does. is the thing that looks like the propane tank. It's the UFO that looks like the propane tank. Because, you know, there's only so many sightings of UFOs and they all fall into certain categories. Okay, I'm with you. Also, <clears throat> if you haven't checked out the site Died Suddenly... You should check out Died Don't Suddenly. Don't say those words. On, you can say died. Well, you can, but when you put those two words together, that's a big what? I've never, I, I haven't gotten the memo blank, on that. Blank. Well, I, I probably what? agree because that, that denotes something. I don't know that'll take our show down, but if we said it too many times because that makes it sound like we think everyone is what if croaking. We, what if we spell it out? You could probably do that. <laughs> Scotty, he's like had enough. Yeah. He's had enough of censorship. D-I-E-D suddenly. Check Just it out. say it. Who Check cares? Because it out. One of our plat- two of our platforms Good. In let the know go. that phrase. Let them go. Do they really? Yes. Oh, my God. Because there's a group called that on one of our platforms, and they have to continuously <sighs> change their name because they get deleted and banned. Oh, my gosh. And I think it has over 100,000 members. I, I More and more. And we'll show some video later in the show of an, just the latest. Another athlete just falling down to take a nap during a game. You know, one of those. Napping suddenly. Napping. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Napping it looked suddenly. a lot like. Dirt napping suddenly. You it looked it a yourself. lot like. <laughs> Dirt um, napping suddenly. It looked a lot like um, Hamlin. When, oh. Is it is it Trump's mm, fault? Oh yeah, it's all Trump's fault. Of course it is. No, seriously. And he fast tracked. Oh it's climate the anxiety. Cupcake. That is the thing I don't. I, you That's know a how new much term I, I learned oh, yesterday. I didn't appreciate that. Wait a minute. Say that again. What? You, you Scotty, hear this? No, 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 no. I've never heard of climate anxiety. So yesterday I get home and I'm watching. Um, oh, what was it? It was Brett Bear. Who comes on right after him? Jesse Waters. Yeah, he's an idiot. So he, he Tabitha, what? <laughs> You lost. So, anyway, what? he goes into he this. Do no you like anybody? Well, anyway, he goes into this Sorry, thing Scotty. about climate anxiety, and they did a search, and there's all these people on TikTok, these young yep. girls and everything, saying, "I'm not going to have children because I just have climate anxiety about what's, we're all going to be underwater in 2050." And like, this is a thing that psychiatrists are seeing with young people that they're they're claiming they have climate anxiety from climate change. Uh, I have Fox National anxiety. Um, <laughs> we are all now dumber for what we have just heard regarding. <laughs> I thought this. I'm looking at regarding like, oh. these kids being told these things that they repeat. My jaw dropped. I'm like, are you kidding me? This this is where did we're Greta at. start? They don't want to do anything. They don't want to go to work. They don't want to do. Why would I do anything? We're going to be gone anyway. That kind of thing. Like, oh my lord. It's all doomsday, and then it's like they're purposely making kids have have depression and anxiety because, like Scotty just said, everything's doomsday. Everything, and it's not all doomsday, except for what they just ninety nine percent of it. Well, it's what they create, <laughs> right. but it isn't really there. They just make it up. I mean, what was the picture I saw the other day? It was like the rocket, Plymouth Rock or whatever, that sits in there. It's like gated, and the rock sits right at the sea level. And it's been at the same sea level since they landed here. Oh, in, yeah, the 1626. The oh, yeah, that's yeah, a great one. Yeah, it's like the, there, there's no change. No, exactly. There is so, no change. Colleen Al Gore? Colleen Al Gore. Jesus. Okay. 
climate anxiety. We'll talk about that again, <laughs> Matt. I'll see if uh, I can find something else. It's but it Paranormal is, Friday. Let's not yeah, worry about is. climate and change. And before we get to Troy Because that's paranormal, too. If you have questions, <laughs> we have a ton of questions, but if you have questions, um, let us know. Lizzie's on uh, the chat line. We'll try to get to those as well, as many as we can. We'll keep them and see how that interview goes. Also, um, just because of what we do and we're about freedom of speech and trying to get the word out and not being afraid to have honest conversations, which is why the show has become popular. Um, we're not afraid to have those conversations. We don't f- see ourselves as being controversial. However, Matt Tiabi, T-A-B, I never can pronounce his name, and I pride myself on pronouncing it correctly. Um, he was on um, Capitol Hill yesterday, and Democrats showed themselves to be quite idiotic, uneducated, having no idea when it comes to what, quote, journalists do their rights, their First Amendment rights. This all gets back into a witch hunt against Elon Musk and the Twitter files and why they were released to the public. You don't have Congress, Democrats, I'm sorry, going, hey, we need to go after the people who did all of this, who big tech and Congress together, the White House working together to censor you guys to put you in jail, to do all kinds of things. Uh, Guess what? They didn't even know what rights journalists have, how this all went down. That played out yesterday in Capitol Hill. We're we're trying to get off a little tangent today. We will, but it needed to be talked about in regards to what's happening, hearings that are going on or were going on yesterday. And the angst, anger, and frustration because Elon Musk did Twitter dumps and allowed a journalist, a very successful journalist, a guy who was respected by both the right and the left to come in and look at everything that was actually happening behind the scenes. We know now for the first time ever. And oh, oh, Democrats are upset about it. That's that should say, okay, if you're a Democrat, wouldn't you want the truth to be out there? You would think so, but that Democrats don't yeah. want the truth. That's anymore. not synonymous with Democrat. No, no, but and it, I don't want to just say that and have it so. so oh, Democrats, and not bad. all Democrats. It, it's not. But the, if you did anybody the see the hearings? Left. Did anybody get updates on what was happening yesterday? It blew my mind. They were actually telling Matt, "Well, we want to know when Elon Musk came to you." And he's like, "I can't give up my source." Um, and he shouldn't that, have to. It's a First Amendment right. Did you study the Constitution? But then again. No. That's a problem with our country. We don't study a Bill of Rights anymore. We don't study the Constitution, and we certainly don't study the incredible start of this country's history, which is frustrating as well. And when you have that, now you have congressmen, congresswomen in their 30s, 40s, and 50s that don't even know what the the Constitution is. It's a suggestion to the far left. (laughs) It is. It's just a suggestion. The Constitution... It is not is not something we need to adhere to. They just suggest it. All we want truth, 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 truth will set you free. Truth always rises to the top. But for some reason, we didn't get that yesterday, and or we didn't get. I mean, what we got were Democrats, and it was all Democrats attacking this journalist, attacking him. And he's well, actually, you knew that was going to happen as soon as Matt Taby posted all of those. All of those Twitter files, you knew they were going to do everything they could to deplatform him. Um, so that's an issue that we have going on with that. Okay. Um, I'm curious. Let's jump in. 
Let's get ready for Troy because we have Troy in about 10 minutes. Um, we'll get Scotty when he gets back on set to we'll show some of this video. Unless anything else, did anything else get anybody going yesterday? Anybody see anything that got them going? Scary stuff? No. Yeah. Scary stuff as in <laughs> anything. <coughs> I well, had a crazy dream. Oh my! I'm not going to go into the details of it, but tell the dream. outside of can you tell the dream? It is a free for all paranormal conspiracy theory Friday. It, it's one of those weird things that I, I that happened. I think to everyone, and it was so strange to me because I was going. It was my brother's first heavenly birthday, and I was going through my old family photos, just photos in general. When was this? This was on Wednesday night. Okay. So Wednesday night, I was looking through family photos on in my photo files, whatever. I have like 45,000 photos in there. So I was going through those, looking for a picture of my brother. Came across some pictures of some old friends that I haven't seen in a long time. And one guy in particular, just a really good friend of mine, and saw his photo and all of our photos all together. And I thought, oh, I haven't seen him in so long. You know, I miss seeing and hanging out with these people, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I went to sleep. And it's so crazy because then I had a dream about this guy. What? I know that I, but he doesn't own a farm, but in my dream, I went to his farm and he was, I don't know, out on the tractor, whatever. I was looking for him. I couldn't find him left. And then when I woke up that morning, he had texted me. Wait a minute. At okay. like one thirty nine. I don't believe it. I swear to you on my <laughs> life, on the life of anyone you want to put how, on the How put long on the ago line. was it that you talked to him the last time? <laughs> Uh, November. And then before that, it had been like several months. And he just all of a sudden called you or texted text you me. the same day you had a dream. Yep. He sent me and he texted me a a song that I used to play on the jukebox when we used to all hang out all the time. Tabitha and her jukeboxes. I know. I love oh the jukebox. <laughs> What's the song, Tabitha? What's it's, the song? It's that, you know, the band The Flies. Abba. Most people don't know The Flies. Abba. I love The Flies. But they have a song called You, I think it's called You Got Me. You know that song? It's... Um, I, I got you where I want you. That's what it is. It's called I Got You got by you the Flies. That's the song. You. I love that song. See, I, and so I used to, you want to sing that for us? No, because I'm Just bad. a little bit? That was me and my, yeah, whatever. But I mean, but ahead, ha- that happens to everyone. It's not just me. It happens to absolutely everyone at some point in time. But it goes, I think, to show the connectedness that some of us have that you don't realize you have, but you do have. And that people need to learn how to take that connectedness and make it work for you. If Eric were here, he would be like, oh, like that movie, The Secret, or the book, The Secret. But it is a lot like that. I mean, what are the odds that I was saw the fi- pictures of this guy, had a dream about him. When I woke up in the morning, he texted me overnight. Somebody I haven't talked to, and I don't talk to very often in general, and then sent me a song. Is that a premonition? I don't think it's a premonition. <laughs> I think it just goes to the, the show, like I said, the connectedness that we all have with other people in our lives, whether it's people we see all the time or people we just see once in a while, I think people do form those connections. And it's not paranormal to me. I think there's so much going on in our brain and so much going on with the energy in our bodies and that we have ways of doing things that we don't even know we're capable of. Does that kind of make sense at all? Yeah, of course it does. Absolutely, it makes sense. Um I'm and no, Joe, it was not Glenn this time, but I do think about him often when <laughs> I'm sleeping. Go. Mary on the what? chat line said... I'm talking to Joel on the comment line. <laughs> oh, so, oh, yeah, there you go. That well, was awesome. Well, Mary on the chat line said what she's been thinking about is she saw a picture yesterday about the guy that shot um, the lady in St. Peter's oh, right yes. in the face. But here's the weird thing. 
First of all, that is so crazy and that he's been on a crime spree from Kentucky, Illinois here. We are living in Twilight Zone with we can't catch this dude that is like 500 pounds. How could you not? Yes. And he wears a colostomy bag. I did not know that. Yes. You might not be able to see that part. But I mean, think about that. But he doesn't have a neck. No, he doesn't have a neck. Okay, so this guy who doesn't have a neck, he's running around with a colostomy bag. He shoots somebody in the face, and we can't find him yet. And he's at large. So you have to look around. Okay, is this guy got a colostomy bag hanging out? Has he got a neck? I mean, it's like he's. if if you've seen his picture, you would notice him if he came up to you. I'll think about him before I go to sleep tonight, and I'll tell you tomorrow where he is. Oh, no, I'm yes, do you that. Would, do you that. Sure. Yeah, totally do that. <laughs> look at his picture. It's all over social media. He's the no neck guy. The no neck guy. Who looks like, mm-hmm. you know, he reminds me of that, the goblin for McDonald's. Oh my gosh, he does. He so does. Okay, so just everybody, if you're out and about, look for the goblin from McDonald's with no neck and a colostomy bag, and you've got our criminal. We are often running on a Friday. <laughs> oh my <laughs> just, God. Are we ever? Um, by the way, um, when we talk about I, I, I want to get into this really quick, because if you haven't had a chance yet, this is a free for all paranormal Friday, conspiracy Friday. As we get ready to have Troy Taylor on, um, check him out. American hauntings. Um, he has haunted history, haunted history, books, tours, events. Um, he's got ghost books. Um, he's got a podcast. Um, if any of this stuff interests you, um, we'll have you check out his website, AmericanHauntingsInc.com, AmericanHauntingsInc.com. How people get involved in this, I have no idea, but we've got a what seems to be a million things to talk about when it comes to um, Troy. Also, when what are you pointing at? There's, I don't know, something... I thought you were saw an orb. Or I think something there's a the ghost st- out there. No, there was. Don't it, it looked like Carol something House. fell from uh-huh. the ceiling, and I'm like, "What was that?" I know. I saw it too. I saw it too. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was dust. Was I don't it, know, but was it a spider? Going on out there. Was it a spider? Just no. It was a little piece of tape from my. It was a black. <laughs> it was a black orb. Okay, the timing. The timing of that was very bizarre. Now, which ghost <laughs> flicked that off the I ceiling? Knew. That's what we were saying. We're like, what was that? What was like, that? That was. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen that. And Vic's like, "What are you guys looking at?" He's getting ready to get up and run. I'm like, "What the <laughs> hell is going on?" Anyway, uh, Troy lives in Jacksonville, Illinois. He's pretty much world renowned, though. And when you author 130 books on this you are it you are the person so once again if you have questions you can go ahead and do that now the other thing um with troy is the fact that um those books and and i can't wait to talk to him about this and it's stuff that we focus on on fridays all you can purchase all of his material as well um once again you'll just go to his website uh american hauntings book because you can get that through his website, AmericanHauntingsInc.com as well. So it is a Friday, and for people who don't know, we we focus on some of those things because there's so much crazy going on in the world. We try to have a little fun with it. But that's not the only thing. Uh, The pictures from the sites that we have coming up regarding um, an object being shot down over Alaska. We got that picture. Another object caught in the skies over battlefields that Tabitha talked about. And a congressman now actually saying publicly that UFO evidence, UFO technology being reverse engineered 
in secret. So it is a big show all the way around. If we didn't talk about this, who would? Eric? Well, well, there's no, there's people. <laughs> not you. Not me. I mean, I, you're not going to hear it on mainstream yeah, news. Silicon chips. That's where they come from. as UFOs. Despite the fact, this, despite <laughs> the fact, this was on Newsweek. Yeah. Okay, not like the Mirror or the Sun Times. It's not. This getting was a lot on of coverage. Newsweek. But everybody yet, thinks he's crazy. Everyone thinks the guy's crazy, but no, he's not. No, I've got a theory. They're releasing this stuff, drib, drab, drib, drab. They're not going to just say. We would like to introduce the aliens from the Orion Galaxy this weekend at the White House. That's not what they're going to ever do. I think they've already released it, but people refuse to believe they've released the information. They, because they've already said, the government has already said in these hearings, that we have these objects that we can't describe, that we know is not within our technology or the technology of any other country. And therefore, we continue to call them unidentified. And we're putting this task force together to study these objects. The government has already told us, but people refuse to accept it for what it is. I'm getting, uh, the more I watch TikTok, right before they cancel oh, it, what, the more Lord. they get rid, because they're going to cancel TikTok. TikTok. One TikTok day you're going to get up to look at your TikTok and it's going to be gone. Trust me. So what, look as much TikTok as you can. I'm going to have your the, girlfriend delete your TikTok app in your sleep. But here's the deal. And you'll think it's been <laughs> deleted for the Tabitha. world. That's here's not a, funny. Actually, I don't watch TikTok. I watch Reels, which are... Which has TikTok interjected into them, but I did see something, and I, it was probably more popular than I'm giving it credit for. They say, or there's a theory, and maybe it was Bill Maher that said, I can't remember, but it was like, I don't believe these are aliens from the Orion Galaxy. These are time travelers from a half a million years in the That's future. That's what I think. That they basically knew. <laughs> this is awesome. No, I this it. is not awesome. I do this think is that. ridiculous. <laughs> but, it is the best explanation. But, it is what I think, because I think, here's the deal. We are, our DNA, check this out, compared to a primate, we are we are 99.99% to, to a primate, correct? A pri we're much smarter than a primate. We would put ourselves much more intelligent than a primate, correct? But we only have 0.01% but separating us, DNA stru structure between that. A gorilla that. or a chimp? I don't know. I, I don't. Okay. I, I don't know. It's it's in the primate family. I saw it. it. It's the truth. You know, our DNA is wrapped up, and we look like them, and we can function like them. They got opposable thumbs and all that. What the theory is? Imagine when our DNA structure becomes five percent from whatever happens a half a million. How much smarter we'll be? Just our DNA being that much more capable of trying to figure out how to make a human walk through time. Correct? Allegedly, you your saying? DNA remembers. Did you know that? No, I don't know anything about DNA, to be honest with you. But it's, it made sense that if we can step even farther away from ourselves in the future, 5%, we can use more of our brain in the future. We can theoretically, through quantum physics, we can actually put ourselves stepping through time already. But we can't physically do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Theorists can make us walk through string theory and through the universe already. Well, what if when we start to use more of our brain a half a million years from now that someone goes, this is easy, and they figured it out like that, and we, we know how to manipulate atoms, and we know how to manipulate particles. We can build a whole sun out of atomic energy. There you go. See? Mm -hmm. But here's more of our brain. I don't know if you know this or not, but, you know, scientists are trying to explain. You know how some people feel like they've lived past lives, they've been reincarnated 
because they have these memories of things they've never lived through. Children are born sometimes, and, and as they're aging, getting old enough to talk, they start talking about things they could never know, things that have happened in the past. Okay. Well, scientists are trying to explain that away by saying that your DNA hmm. carries little bits I of history with that. it. So, so allegedly, if the scientists are correct... They How say, does DNA get in the, involved in the spirit, though? That's the thing. Well, it's, it, they well, it's, they're they're scientists. They probably don't believe in a spirit. So their terminology is that you, Eric, you know, you have a little bit of DNA. Let's say from your parents, from their parents, from their parents. So you might be having a little bit of DNA in your system going back, you know, thousands of years, and little bits of memories that those great grandparents had, great great yeah. grandparents had travels with that DNA, like their most memorable moments are impressed in the DNA. And then you, when you're born, that DNA is part of you and those memories become your Did you memories. listen to Joe Rogan's podcast this week? That's no. what somebody's saying. Apparently something of that nature was No way, about. really? That's wild. No, I did not listen. I don't listen to any podcasts. Well, there's another but, thing. But, it's, be but I've been talking about this for five There'll years now. Two, there's another thing that's interesting about our guest today if, when he comes in. There's... In the Bible, there's nothing about ghosts. You're either going up or you're going down. There's no in between. It doesn't talk about ghosts. So one time, my old radio colleague DC Chimes, if you remember DC, Stephen DC, the um, I do remember them, the good-looking one on the show. Haha, <laughs> neither one of them was good-looking. But um, if you remember, if you remember back then, he said something like, "There's there's no ghosts, Eric. Those are demons playing the part of ghosts." And I'm wondering if that's true or not. We've talked about that several times on the It's not actually yeah. your aunt walking around. It's not your aunt walking around in your closets, opening them up and making your room smell like violets. I'm sure you're right. Well, so that's why you don't want to mess with ghosts. You know, I mean, well, that's I, a good well, point. But and like everybody, burning sage. Well, I don't everybody wanna, has I don't burn sage. everybody has their opinions, and we're very honored to have Troy Taylor um, join us now. Um, Troy, good morning. Happy Friday. Thanks for jumping in on canceltheshow.com. Um, if anybody knows anything about ghosts, ghost tours, uh, top authors, they know your name. Uh, we were recommended, listen, you got to get Troy Taylor on. He's amazing. He is the creme de la creme when it comes to tours, when it comes to ghost books. Uh, we appreciate you jumping in from that standpoint. If you could, first of all, let our listeners and our viewers know a little bit about yourself and how you got into this. Uh, well, honestly, this is something I've been doing my entire life uh, for the most part. Uh, I've never had a real job. I mean, I guess writing is my job. <laughs> so I guess, you know, when you, when you do what you love, you know, as they always say, but uh, I've been fascinated with it since I was a little kid. My, uh, my great grandfather was a police officer uh, direct off the boat from Ireland and filled me with, all kinds of ghost stories from home, ghost stories from here, uh, all of the probably things I shouldn't have been listening to at my age uh, with his crime stories and things. And it just sort of hooked me. And I've been fascinated with it ever since. And, you know, I I started writing, uh, I guess, gosh, it's been 30 years ago my first book came out. Uh, so it's been that long. I've been doing ghost tours since that time. The idea was, you know, put out a book, of local ghost stories and then people are going to want to see the places. So I have just kept doing it. So uh, that's what I've been doing all this time now. It is a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I, um, I can't imagine doing anything else. Um, currently I've got tours all over Illinois. 
Uh, I do a lot of different uh, presentations and dinners and things like that. And um, I'm, I'm never busy or never not busy. It's all year round for me. It's not just a Halloween thing. Yeah. So don't ever say that it's not a real job. It is a real job because there's millions <laughs> and millions and millions of people who are super fascinated by this stuff and you offer a service to them, or at least you get to do the adventures that they would like to do. So that's why people follow you. And that's why I think it is a job because you have to report accurately. You have to come up with opinion because we're going to all ask you your opinion here in a second. You have to, uh, you have to say, don't go in this house or are you so it is a real job i love it because well, i'm fascinated I'm myself about it but yeah I i'm mean, fascinated I'm, I'm the in guys people call when they you know when their kid needs picked up yes. from school because they figure troy's free so yeah <laughs> you can do it. well you're not oh, the ghostbusters so. but, <laughs> but um you do, let me ask you this we're just talking before you came on here about I think in our curiosity as human beings, we're getting to a point in life where we're asking the right questions. What are ghosts? Are ghosts the disembodied uh, uh, spirit of your loved ones? Is it is it real? Is it fake? Have are, you? Are they naked? Are, <laughs> man, let me get that. That's I, my I encore. Knew where you were Scott, going, Scotty. That's my encore. Let, no, we got to keep Eric in line here. He's got so many <laughs> you, questions. You but just, he always talks about the clothing. Like they can't take their clothing. You with just them. played back in black at the beginning of the concert. Good job. Anyway. <laughs> So what you've seen, you've had you've had enough time to analyze these things. Is it wind that are being opened up through window? What is a ghost exactly, in your opinion? Oh man, well I give you, I can give you a whole bunch of different answers because there isn't just one answer. I mean, the the Hollywood novel version of a ghost, the the things we read about are, you know, the uh, just corporate souls of our loved ones who've you know, who've died, but their spirits have remained behind usually because some kind of unfinished business. That's your, that's your standard answer, okay. but it's definitely not that easy. Um, I think that the majority of places that we hear about that are haunted are, are not haunted by what you'd consider to be someone's, you know, personality that remained behind. I think for the most part, hauntings are history that is left behind on a place, uh, an impression on a place. That, that's why you get so many haunted battlefields, for one thing. Mm. All that trauma that takes place, you know, leaves an impression on that location. And like an old film loop, it replays and it replays and it replays. That's why everybody talks about ghosts wearing clothes, uh, because they're not really, you know, personalities. They're just an image. They're just a film loop of something repeating itself. Crime scenes, another perfect example where a horrendous murder has taken place. You know, you end up with this, this, this traumatic event that leaves an impression on the atmosphere of that spot. And it just sort of replays itself. Um, it's, it's paranormal in that we don't understand how the science behind it works, but it's not supernatural. It's not a haunting. Now, Is that every on the ghost? other hand, is that no, every not every ghost, because on the other hand, you can also have a crime scene where someone is murdered. And because that person didn't, their, their life was cut way too short, too quick. And there have been many cases and reports and firsthand accounts of people who have seen and recognized people who have died and and are there and are with them and seem to be left there because their life ended so quickly or because they had some sort of unfinished business. Let me give you a quick example, uh, and then I'll I'll we'll we can go into this further. But 
there was a woman, this has been years ago, I had a woman who contacted me because she said that her house was haunted and that she was repeatedly seeing this man, this tall, thin man, bald haired with glasses, and he kept showing up in her bedroom and she kept seeing him standing in the corner and it was happening over and over again. So um, I started to do some research into the history of the house. I figured that'd be the best way to go to find out what might have happened there, what might have caused something like this. Well, as I went back into the history, I found that the original owner who had built the house um, had worked at a bank. He was a, like a, a chief teller at the bank, and um, he had embezzled a whole lot of money that just disappeared and then committed suicide when there was an audit and they found out. So I found a photograph of this guy in the newspaper and um, thinking, well, let's see what happens here. Went through the paper from the surrounding time period and clipped out a bunch of pictures. Of, and then this is back in the days when you had to use a microfiche and print it off. Um, so I printed off pictures of all these people and I brought it back to this woman and I said, um, hey, I want you to take a look at this and see if anybody here looks familiar. And she immediately pointed to the original owner of the house that had committed suicide there and said, that's the guy that I keep seeing in my bedroom. Now, she had no way of knowing that. She had no knowledge of the history of the house at all. Um, so historically speaking, I just proved that that house was haunted. But you can't scientifically prove that ghosts exist because ghosts don't perform on command. You can't go in a lab and ask a ghost to show up so that you can do performances with it or get it to do something that you want it to do. It just doesn't work that way. That's why we still don't understand a lot of this stuff. And, you know, when I, I caught the tail end of what you guys were saying when I first logged on, and um, I'll be honest with you, I don't I don't buy into the, the demon theory um, about ghosts. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not saying that there there isn't something that what we would call demons i think it's just um it's a little too narrow of a focus for us to say that you know only one religion is absolutely right so it has to be a demon right out of the bible and there are ghosts in the bible by the way saul showed up um when uh, when when the witch of endor called him up so there are ghosts in the bible believe it or not um and not just the holy ghost but anyway uh, as far as the demon thing goes i think that there may be what I guess I would call them entities that are maybe have never been, are not human. There's something natural or unnatural that have been with us for a very long time. And we've given them labels and uh, labels and names. Um, some people call them angels. Some people call them demons. It doesn't matter. It guess it depends on what their personality is. Uh, but that that's a big talking point on TV right now. And I'll be honest, a lot of that stuff comes from, um, the, the whole Puritan thing from New England. I find that most people who talk about demons on TV have a background in New England somewhere. Uh, but and Troy, they're, they're convinced that there are demons around every corner. But there are, there are scary but, things out there. I, can I ask you about oh, two yeah. different things? Two different experiences. I've had only three yeah. ghostly experiences. Uh, and, only. And only. Only three. And, <laughs> that's, and that's they were very actually, different. Is it really? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Eric's had about 20. Um, and, but they were very different. And, and my mom actually asked me to ask you about one of them because she and I saw it together. So the first one that I'd like you to explain is my mother and I were driving down the highway at, I don't know, 11 p.m. out by Springfield, Missouri. And we saw this guy. I saw him first crossing the road right out, out in the middle of nowhere in the highway. And, and then he was right in front of the bumper of our car. And then he turned and looked at us 
right when he was in front of, I mean, right in the center of the car. And the next thing we knew, you know, he kind of walked off to the side, still looking at us. And he was like walking in slow motion. And I, I don't really understand if our car like went through him or there's no way we wouldn't have hit this guy. But it, but I even called police because I was so convinced that we ran this guy over. But there was no one there. And then the second one would be a house that I lived in that was where a, a, a true devil worshiper Satanist had lived and had kidnapped someone and had held them there. And I saw this like black mist. And with the black mist, it, it came from upstairs, came down the hallway, down the other hallway, down into the basement where the devil room was. And, but when it walked, whenever it came past, it was like, boom, boom, like these really loud booms. But at the same time, it sounded like chains and baby rattles. It was like a whole bunch of noises all at once. It, it was the strangest thing. I have never seen anything like that since. But Whoa. do you have any idea about Sounds those? Like a I know that's a lot to ask. Yeah, if I don't ask it now, well, I may not have the chance. It's an old home. So I've got to get it all out there. Well, I think you're, I mean, you're probably talking about two very different kinds of things. Very different. Um, with the man on the road, I mean, the, the thing about what people don't realize about, about ghosts or, or when they often have sightings is that ghosts don't show up usually wearing sheets and rattling chains. So you, you don't know it's a ghost. Um, the, 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 the only time I've ever actually seen a ghost in all the 30 years I've been doing this, Here we go. the only time I ever saw one, I was in an abandoned tuberculosis hospital, which is, I mean, kind of asking for it, I guess. But we were walking down a hallway, and as we're walking, about 10 feet up, there wouldn't have any lights on. There was enough light coming in from inside. We could see a man in a white doctor's coat literally walked across the hallway in front of us. That was so real, we thought someone had broken into the building and actually chased him into the next room to tell him he had to leave. And we walked in and there was absolutely no one in the room and no way out of it. And I wouldn't have known it was a ghost. I just thought it was a person. So the fact that you you saw this man who looked like a real hmm. person. As clear as you road, are sitting in front of us. Yeah, that's a pretty common thing. I, I always ask people if, you know, if you're so sure that, you know, ghosts don't exist, how do you know you've never seen one? Because who knows, they may be That's just right. completely ordinary. Now, the fact that you're driving down the road in the middle of the night and the guy walks out in the middle of the road and you drive through him, that's a pretty good tell that was probably a ghost. And and the, the only way you could really know that is, well, you know it, you know what happened. So, and that's that's what a lot of ghost sightings are, is something that happens to us or to someone else who has this experience. And there's no way they can prove that it happened, but they know that it did. Um, for you, you're always going to know that that happened. You and your mom are and, always right, going to know. We were, but, yeah, at least I wasn't um, alone. There could be, for all you know, there could be some history there as far as that that spot in the road. I mean, it's hard to say. As far as the other place goes, that that sounds like a really well. For one thing, my first question would be: Did you know the history of the house when you moved in? I did because um, I wouldn't have moved in there. <laughs> I did, <laughs> you know, just in case. Um, but it sounds like that that whatever was going on there, whether or not he you know conjured up anything that you would call you know corporal, I, I don't know. But it sounds like he definitely had some bad energy going on in there, and you got a glimpse of it. You know, you, 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 you had some experience with that energy that was in that and left behind in that house, which kind of goes back to that haunting I was talking about earlier. We call it a haunting, but it doesn't necessarily have to be ghosts. It can be uh, bad juju. I mean, it can just be really bad energy mm -hmm. left behind, which definitely sounds like what you expect. Whatever it was, it was enough to make us move out the next day and never go back. And well, we still own the house. It's been empty for 30 years now. Gosh. Well, we're wow. talking with Troy Taylor from American Hauntings. Uh, Troy, you've done this your whole life. Um, I, I, there's not many, if any, 
who have accomplished what you have with this, dedicating your life, your study, your work, your writings, your tours. Can you tell people what you do to help get them up closer and personal with some of these things that happen when it comes to your tours? Well, a lot of times with the tours, um, the tours I would consider to be, um, most of them anyway, more of an entertainment thing. People want to see these places. They want to hear the stories. They want to be scared. They want to go into locations that, you know, that has a history of ghost (laughs) stories. Um, One of the the, the top places on all of our tours is this old hotel in Alton, Illinois. And um, I, I use it a lot for a lot of events, but it's a hotel that has been there since 1914. There's been uh, several deaths in the building, at least one suicide, uh, two suicides that I know of. And so there have been a lot of activity there. And sometimes things happen on our tours. Um, it was a, it was built to be like a mineral mm. spring where people could come in and take in the waters and we'll take them down to the old swimming pool and, and let them, you know, kind of experience. And, and I'll tell them about the history and how it was and what it looked like and what people were doing. And we've had plenty of times where people on our tours and, you know, they, they, you know, your, your senses get heightened by excitement or nervousness. I mean, a lot of times. And so people do report a lot of things that happen to them during the tours, but the tours are more of a, of a history tour with ghost stories mixed in. That's my thing. I I love the history. Uh, Anytime I write a book, it's probably 90% history and 10% ghosts. You know what? You're right. You know, it's it's a spoonful of sugar kind of thing to to get the history down to people. But we also do events that are um, we just call them ghost hunt. There are ghost hunt tours and we'll take people and let them spend the night in locations that are have been documented as being oh, yeah. haunted. Um, we can't promise anything's going to happen to them, but we have had a lot of people who have experiences at those events too. Um, so that's that's what we try to do to kind of get people involved. Um, I think that the history behind the locations is so, so important, whether it comes to just preserving the history, but also because of the ghost stories, because without the history, you don't have a ghost story. So when things come up and people just talk about, oh, you know, these people moved in in 1990 when they built the house, there's got to be a reason that the house is haunted besides just the last you know few years they lived there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably something in the history of the property or something. Not so, to be not to be the uh, the converse side, Lizzie. I was in what what was it? It was um, uh, Virginia. Where was it? Virginia? I can't remember. Carson City. Anyway, is out there. It was a place where Mark Twain had an office. Oh yeah, he worked out in that area, and they were doing ghost tours. And I was out there with one of the major ghost shows. I don't want to say which one it was. But one of the producers at the end of it goes, they were folding cables. I want you, I'd want love for you to comment on this. He goes, yeah, we make a lot of money with this. Because it was a group of us walking through these hotels and through Mark Twain mm-hmm. stuff and, and all that. And they were, you know, they were really acting like they were seeing ghosts. They were no ghosts. I was there. They didn't see or hear anything. And the producer was sweating his body. He goes, we're the new snake oil sales guys. It's what he told me. He goes, we're the oh, new. Wow. What, yeah. what, what year yeah. was this? This was America? about 10 years ago, 12 years ago. He goes, we're the new snake oil sales guys. He goes, we, we fake there's ghosts, but people love this stuff. They eat it up. And he, you know, he, this is a kid that has been traveling around the United mm-hmm. States all over the place <laughs> looking for these things. They see, he goes, I've never seen anything. He goes, but we fake like we do. I would love for you to comment on that. And, and those are your colleagues, not you in it's particular. Question. Yeah. But, but they're, they're not my colleagues. No, no, no. Right, right. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, every no, single I, show. I know exactly what you're saying. I've seen all those shows. I know how they work. I've been on some of those shows, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it just depends on the show. 
but there is there's a lot of stuff that goes on but that stuff's pure entertainment that has nothing to do with you know real historical research those guys don't even research their history most of the time they don't even know what they're talking about the majority of the time they'll bring in somebody else to take care of that part and the tv shows are are just entertainment um you know people wouldn't watch them if they turn that stuff on and nothing happened and that's what they know it's tv and so you know what it's like when you're dealing with television stuff something has to happen so, yeah, I, I, I quit doing all that kind of stuff. I'll only do the ones where I called in to talk about the history behind something. Yeah. I don't do the ghost hunting, wandering around in the dark. Oh, did you hear that crap? Uh, because that is there is a lot of fakery that goes on. And I'm not going to say that there aren't any tours anywhere across the country that also do the same kind of thing. It's just not something that we do. Uh, like I said, we, we do history tours that have ghost stories connected to them. And so it doesn't really give us a lot of room to fake stuff, even if I wanted to, which I don't, uh, because I don't know, it's it's I've spent 30 years, I guess you would say, building a brand. And that brand has always been to try to be as honest as possible. And it. when Love you're it. coming in doing it with a TV show. It's a TV show, man. We all know that, you know, what's on TV is, you know, you can't believe it. I mean, even a lot of documentaries and stuff, it's always skewed one way. And with those ghost shows, usually it's skewed in the way that something has to happen. So they make it happen. That's why you know, I can't I, watch I, those I definitely shows. don't endorse right. it. Really? No, I, I mean, love them. Yeah, I think they're great. I, and Paul, <laughs> and people are always, I've talked about my haunted house before. We are seriously getting ready to have it tore down. If you and any other folks want to come and see it, now would be the time. So, Troy, I have a question for you. Yeah. Say there's a young couple and they decide to move somewhere in the United States and there's not a whole lot of history anyone knows about the land and they're building a new house. But then just right down the road, there's a house that's been there since, say, 1887. Mm. Which one of the two... And I, I know what you're going to say, but please explain why one would be more apt to have a history with, you know, paranormal behavior than the other one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so on the surface, either one could be extremely haunted. It, it depends on what happened there on the land. Uh, but let's so even the new house that they moved into, for all they know, they just built it on someone's, you know, an old family pioneer graveyard where none of the graves were marked. You know, I'm not going to say that this isn't poltergeist. I'm not going to say that suddenly the house becomes haunted. But, you know, you are disturbing, you know, a, a burial space. So something could. But normally a house, say, built in 1887 has a better chance, better chance now, not no guarantee, a better chance of being haunted because there have been so many other people that have been through the house. People have been born there. People have died there. There's been a lot of traffic through it. And based on the fact that I think most hauntings are what I like to call residual hauntings, that's that energy left behind, just by someone living in that house, going up and down the stairs, walking the floors, slamming the doors, opening and closing the doors, turning the lights on and off, that has a better chance of that history repeating itself in that building. You know, I mean, staircases are one of the most haunted places in an old house. Why? Because everyone's sleeping rooms were always upstairs back in the day. Uh -huh. So that's where you caught most of the breeze when you didn't have air conditioning. So people spent so much time going up and down the stairs and up and down the stairs. If it left any energy behind, that's where it's going to be around that staircase. Or, you know, maybe it's because one door is open and closed more often than another. It, it's impossible to say. Um, there's, there's, you know, 
not a lot of science behind it, you know. So when people tell you they're going to scientifically look for ghosts, well, good luck. That's a shame. You can find you can find some, you know, maybe some activity that you can record and say, "Ooh, that might have been a ghost." Maybe you could take a picture of something that's unusual, but you 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 can't prove it. Not scientifically. Oh. Scientists are never going to accept. Ghosts. So wait a minute. So do you think that? The, well, tell me about the canisters that light up all the EVP sure. uh, gear. Is that? Is that stuff that you would find at a novelty store like Spencer's Gifts and it really doesn't work? Or, or is there something to that? No, 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 no. It's not that. It, it's the devices are real. It's just that it's all a theory. See, that's that's what they don't present on the show. It's just a theory that ghosts disturb the electromagnetic field. We don't know that for a fact. People have been saying that since the 90s, but we don't know. Most of the time when you see people waving around those devices, and a lot of them were originally created for uh, electricians and for people who are actually looking for electrical leaks or okay. some kind of anomaly that they can fix something with or you know temperature scanning all that same kind of stuff so the theory is is that ghosts disrupt the magnetic field or the theory is is that ghosts create cold spots so you'll be able to record that on a temperature that's just a theory but on the TV shows, they make it sound for real. Oh, my God, this is going off. That must be a ghost walking by. It could be a 100 things walking by. And half the time you see them carrying around stuff and they're like, oh, this is there's a lot of the EMF energy right over here in this area because there's an electrical outlet there. And the device you have is picking up that electrical outlet. So if you're, say, in an abandoned building with no electricity or no anything and you're picking up strange readings on your devices that's more likely that it could be something it is. anomalous yeah, in a short somebody's just normal tract house you're gonna pick up everything okay man. that so. makes sense troy i see <laughs> i see about 130 books behind you are those all the books that you wrote yourself and <laughs> no this is just my office this is like i've got it's wall-to-wall books but hey, do you yeah, have a favorite I've, book I've written that many but do you have a favorite book that you've written and if so why oh gosh um man so many, uh, gosh, there's so many different ones well, that let me, I really enjoy. Well, if, the, if it's difficult to think about that, what's one of the ones writing it that might have, I don't know if I would say oh, scared, but might. I got a story for you. Go and ahead. Erica, Erica actually will love this. Okay. So I wrote a book first back in 2006, the first edition came out and it was called The Devil Came to St. Louis. And it was about the 1949 exorcism that took place in St. Louis, mm -hmm. a, a real life story about a boy who was who was allegedly possessed and exercised at a hospital in St. Louis. He'd come from Maryland. His family was from Maryland. They had family in St. Louis. That's why they came here. And priests got involved and they, you know, um, took care of whatever was troubling this boy. And it went on to um, inspire William Peter Blatty to write The Exorcist, mm -hmm. the, the, the novel and then the film that was made from it. But I knew that it was based on a true story. And I got interested in it in the early 90s, you know, pre-internet and started doing as much research as I could. And I, I found the, you know, they'd always kept this boy's name hidden and they kept it a secret after all the years because they didn't want it out. And he was still alive and that kind of thing. So I started to do interviews with everyone who was still alive and continued to write the book. And then he passed away in May of 2020. So I did a new updated edition and put in all the stuff that I couldn't put in before. And um, I tried it when I wrote the book, I tried to leave it open to uh, the reader to decide if they felt he was truly possessed or if 
as some people I also interviewed didn't think that he was. But I interviewed priests involved, the monks, everybody who was alive, in, including the boy who was possessed uh, and, um, and, and presented the story. And, you know, it's, it's done really well for me. It, it is probably one of my favorite books. It's definitely my best-selling book. Um, it's option to be turned into a film. I don't know that it'll ever happen. That that who knows. But mm. that particular book, though, is the only book that I have ever written that, while I was writing it, strange things started oh, happening damn. in my house. Oh damn! Now, in a house that was never haunted, not once. I mean, it was never even there was never anything that had happened in that house. But while I was writing the first edition of the book in 2006. Um, things started to go missing from my office. Things moved around. Things would be gone and come back the next day. Um, I had a cat at the time who wouldn't come into my office. He, she would just yeah. sit outside the door and stare at stuff. And if I brought her in, she'd run right back out. Um, I had things that went missing. I had files from the book yes. that went missing. I had documents from that I'd collected that I was using for writing that disappeared and later showed up. And um, I was really glad to be finished writing that book. And when I did, nothing happened. Nothing out of the ordinary happened again. The cat would come back in my office. So after, uh, after Ronald died, I, I, you know, did the new edition of the book where I, you know, was able to use his name because that was the agreement I had with him. I would never use his name as long as he was alive. And so I redid the book. And as soon as I started doing it, and again, now I've lived somewhere else. I'd lived five different places since then. And the house that I was in at the time, the, the one I'm sitting in right now, same thing started happening. Uh, things started disappearing. Uh, my computer crashed on me. Um, I had files that disappeared. I had a letter from one of the priests who was involved in the exorcism that I'd been using, and it disappeared. I, I mean, it just was gone. I couldn't find it anywhere. Well, I was moving into this office last fall, and this was long after the year after the book had come out, and I found that letter from, from Father ha Hallard. I found that letter stuck in between two books. And I'm one of those weirdos who sections all of his books by topic. I found it, it I know, I found it between two books in my true crime section, wow. which it would not have been. I would have never have had it in that section, but there was the letter a year later. So, wow. and then when I finished it, nothing. It's it been knew. You know what? It's, uh, it's, you manifested yeah. it. So, so, there, uh, probably, so you, yeah. it's like you, you talk about the passive side of ghosts, which is just this residual kind of uh, rewind tape that you can see. And then you have the aggressive, not passive side of ghosts, which is like this. It, something has a brain. Something has an energy to pick up a letter and stick it between two books. You see what I mean? That's why I wouldn't talk to you guys yeah. about my scary story that I night, understand. Eric. I get because it. I thought if you, my, I was always are, told if you think about it, it knows you're thinking about it. Especially if the human brain can't understand what it is that it's even looking at. Here's a question for you. I talked about it on the show this morning. TikTok and a show called Paranormal Caught on Tape is very interesting to me. It's the reality TV of oh, yeah, ghost yeah. hunters. Yeah. And it's sure. people that have these cameras in their home that they probably got from Home Depot or whatever. Mm -hmm. And these cameras are very unassuming and it doesn't look like anybody's screwed with them. And they do have poltergeist type activity that they catch on camera. What do you think about that? Is that a good place to start when you're looking? Do you look at those those TV shows or, or those TikToks where you go, damn, that was... Someone that just put up a you know a, a camera in their home and they found this. Do you see that as yeah. kind of better yeah, evidence I, I of ghosts? I, I tend to watch. I tend to watch a lot of things with a fairly. I am a optimistic skeptic. 
Like I don't, I, I, I got to look at everything in the true form of a skeptic. I try to not believe it or believe, disbelieve it until I have some kind of evidence. And I do enjoy watching those. And um, while some of them, I think that they're probably things that are, could be mistaken for something else. Um, but a, a lot of times I, I don't have an easy explanation for it, assuming that they're legit. I mean, not that the TV show isn't, but that the people aren't just having some fun, right? you know, and, and with some wires, you know, which well, I think you're right. It's like, right. You, ha you have to look at the source. Is this a bunch is this 22 yeah. year old kids in Absolutely. a fraternity or is this a 65 year old man living yeah. in, in Essex in London? And then he's right. been there his whole life and he gets a, a, camera that catches a window opening that he didn't yeah. do i it's yeah. the source is what you no, gotta kind right, of figure man. out yeah you know yeah. hey troy yeah, is I, there a oh yeah go ahead i'm sorry i did did you ask it was that a question eric or it, was no it was just it was something to think about because there any question that we ask is not going to have an answer to you know it's well, really I think, yeah i think what eric was asking me though is is that's something that i would recommend and because i do i do hear from people who think that their house is haunted and a lot of times that's that's it, it could be something that's fairly easy to explain or maybe not. Um, but I think that now times have changed so much that it's so easy for us. If we think our house is haunted, we, you don't have to call a, a ghostbuster. What you, you can you do is you can find out, you can try and track it down for yourself. You can get a ring camera, just an indoor ring camera for practically nothing and keep it, you know, you can store it on your phone. Wow. You can see anything that happens because of motion. So let's say that you, you keep hearing this noise or let's say that there's a door in your hallway. You hear footsteps and a door opens and closes every night. Put a camera out there. I mean, you might as well, but you know, you can at least see for yourself if anything's going to happen. Point. Or I always used to tell people that to keep a journal of anything that happened, just write it down, write down what time it happened, what was going on, who was there and do it each time something happens. And you have a log of, let's say the same thing happens at nine o'clock every night. And now you've got your ring camera set up in the hallway and you've been keeping track of it on a journal. Um, you know, if something's going to happen at nine o'clock and let's say that you do, you know, call, you know, your minister or ghost hunter or something who wants to come and, you know, try to help you get rid of your ghosts if that's possible. And, um, but at least, you know, when to be there and what's going to happen, but anybody can do it these days. You don't have to be on TV or that's, some kind of, that's a good why point. don't we do that at your house? At my scary house? Go do that. Tabitha. I will buy the cameras Tabitha, right now. Go do that. I it's a Wi-Fi well, thing. We can. I don't know how. There's we'll, no electricity there. Oh no! Well, we well, we're getting ready to tear the house down. Yeah, we got we the battery generator. Well, a lot of the rings you can charge them. You know, charge Lithium them batteries. Yeah, that's true. My daughter hey, has yeah. a ring camera. I can bring it. Let's do it, <laughs> Troy. Yeah. One of your expert. Right. One of your expertises is ghost tours. What oh, would I was you? Just going to ask that. What would you recommend for a tour or tours in regards to what you do? Um, well, as far as my tours go, uh, I recommend uh, our tours down in Alton, Illinois, which is right across the river from St. Louis, if you happen to be in the area. Alton is um, is known as one of the most haunted small towns in America, and we've won a lot of awards and things for that particular tour. Um, but I, I host a couple of them myself. I do dinner tours a lot of times. Uh, we have one that's the Ghost of the River Road that goes up and down the Mississippi between Alton and Grafton, which is pretty fun. And then we have one that stays in the city that's just the Spirits of Alton tours. And then we do walking tours um, all from April through November every year. And uh, it's a lot of fun, man. It is. Uh, it's a good time. Do you guys go to Smallpox Island? 
Um, we don't go out to the island right now. We don't. We where do sometimes. Is, where is it? The bus out there. It's actually. Um, it's not an island anymore. It's oh. attached to the Missouri shoreline, but it is directly out on the Mississippi, across from the site of the old Alton Penitentiary. Um, but it's attached to the shoreline, and they're doing a lot of construction on the other side of the Clark Bridge. So we haven't been taking the bus over there, but we do sometimes go out to the island, which is uh, a neat place to go. And for those who are asking and don't know, there was a smallpox epidemic at the penitentiary when it was used as a Civil War prison camp during the war. And uh, people who were near death were taken out to, it was originally called Sunflower Island, and they were put into a pest house out there and died and then were buried out there on the island in wow. the graves. And I most of the that. bodies are still there. And you can so camp there, So it's no there, surprise Eric. that it's said to be haunted. So. Gosh. Hey, Troy, one of our listeners, viewers, sent us in a piece of video. Now, I don't know if you can look at the screen. We're going to pop okay. it up on yeah. our screen. We looked okay. at this a few weeks ago, and because it happens fairly quickly, they wanted your opinion you're going to see the image of a little boy run behind a shed in the backyard. We'll continue to play it over and over again. And if you could give your assessment of what you see. Okay. Okay. All right. And we'll play it. We'll play it again as you bit. talk. Yes. Do it slow. <laughs> Yes, we're going to do as well. We're going to go as now, it, it is snowing or raining, raining snow here, right? Mm, yeah, there's some precipitation. That's probably okay. snow. Okay. That is a movement like a child might make on video. It is. We'll play it, it again. Scotty's doing it's his a best. reflection. Come on, Scotty. I do too. Really? <laughs> I don't see it that way. I see the I movement. I wish it wasn't, but I, I'm pretty sure it is. So. This is shot through a window, and I can. That is out. not a reflection. It totally is. The it camera like isn't moving at that point. Light in the house. No, I, I, I see. There's a reflection right there above the shed. That's a light from inside. I definitely the house. see that. Yes. Shot through a window, and when the camera moves. I think it's just something that's reflecting as the camera's moving. I wish I could say I really thought it. it, it I mean, it, I can see where you think it was, but just I'm pretty sure that's that it, it is a reflection. Though. It's so got does the, the listener have a little that, boy like, that would be inside on that snowy day? Maybe. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. It really doesn't look even look that. like that. Wow. It just looks Come like on, man. I mean, it's like a. It's just like a reflection of the glass on the glass. Exactly. It's not in oh. time with the movement of the camera lens, though. So the yeah. the the lens flare too. is not there. I Eric, I'm with you, man. And I'm I don't, telling and you, I'm not a big ghost guy. Oh. It, it, it is, goes behind. It. I, it is weird. Maybe that's not what it is. I mean, I, I'm just throwing that out there. But <laughs> it doesn't um, look like a person yeah, to is, me or cool. a little boy. It looks like a little cool. boy to me. I mean, you know. It's got human esque movements behind it, and it you goes mean it moves. In, and it goes it to it goes to a li it has a linear progression of the walking that goes behind the barn. It's otherwise you would see it come in front of the barn. It almost looks like it went right watch, into the watch, barn. Watch, watch. <laughs> I think the kid ran into the. Shit Doesn't now. it look like it goes behind <laughs> the barn? The thing is, though, if you the thing about it is though, is that I can see it. On top of the back of the sh on the of the side of the shed, though I can't. Yeah, right there at the back. I can. Like this direction, closer to the camera, because I can see it on the red or the brownish color 
on the shed, which makes me think that it's something behind the camera person reflecting in the glass. Okay, yeah, one so. more time, Scotty. Let me. But let me... I don't know. You know, I don't. Yeah, know. but we wanted your opinion. No so yeah, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's Trevor. just my thought on it. Is that well? Here's the deal. Watch. You can see at the end when this stops, you can see that mark that comes across. You can see it on the barn. I yeah, I can see it right there on the barn. It's yeah. on the it's back of the barn. I can't. Look, it's like it goes behind it. Maybe well, it went you need to watch it on my screen. I will. It's a little bigger. I will do that on your screen. I promise. But to me, see, it's like it's like this. You can make the human brain do anything. When I saw Annabelle, <laughs> I didn't go downstairs for like t- two years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's why I don't watch horror movies anymore because I believe in everything I see on, you, on screen. We need to do a cancel this uh, tour. With, over at Alton. Yeah, you should. And that would be so much fun because so many people know so little about what's going on Vic in Alton. won't do it because he's Catholic. Now, do you think it's that... It's not quote, Catholic. It's because... He's very Catholic. I'm not he's going... I've Catholic. been taught not to mess with spirits. <laughs> but there you go. Exactly. Not the spirits. <laughs> because, and about, he made a point for you today. He said as soon as he started working on that book, boom, spirits <laughs> or something entered his house and started moving I wanna, around. I, I want to yeah, ask something. him about Alton and the Rocks. Go ahead. Because we, I've always heard these stories that Alton is the most haunted city in, across the country, a uh, small city. What is it about the rocks that make Alton haunted? Because they took some the, the rocks down from the prison and then built the yeah, city with it? Debunk, I'll just debunk that for you right oh, now. Okay, so that's, that's not been true. around since 2000 when Scariest Places on Earth, that TV show that used to be on, filmed in Alton and wanted us to say that the reason that so many buildings in Alton are haunted is because they were used, built using bricks mm. taken from the old penitentiary, ah. which is absolutely not true. I'm so the glad penitentiary was still standing in 1974. And I can promise you all those buildings were built long before that. They just happened to be the same kind of limestone because we had quarries right there in Alton. And so all the limestone came from the rocks, which, you know, might have something to do with the haunting, but it's just not connected to the prison. I mean, Alton is built on limestone bluffs. The whole town is up and down in hills. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, I, I think it's probably the really grim history we've had there that has left a lot more ghosts behind than anything else. But the thing about the prison and the rocks, that's not true. They they wanted us to say that and we wouldn't do it. We're so. like Mythbusters <laughs> today. Yeah, hey, exactly. Hey, a little bit. Yeah. Troy, yeah. before we you've given us a lot of time, before we let you go, uh, if there's anything you want to let our listeners and viewers know about what you do, what your expertise is and how they can find you, uh, please do so. Sure. Um, the easiest way to find me is through my website, which is AmericanHauntings.net. Um, I've also got a huge Facebook page, too. If you're interested, uh, you can check me out on Facebook. But um, one of the big things that we have coming up this year that we've been doing for 20, this is our 26th year, is our annual Haunted America Conference. Um, we get people from all over the country who come to Alton to, um, to for a weekend of speakers and events and ghost tours and ghost hunts and things. Um, and it's packed into a whole weekend. And we moved to a new venue, which is uh, Lewis and Clark College. It used to be the Monticello Seminary yes, um, on the north side of, yeah. of Alton. And um, we've got a huge space this year, like twice the vendor space, a really cool location. And uh, Alton is just a great town. Um, so anytime that you happen to be in the area, um, like I said, go to AmericanHauntings.net and uh, you can find out anything about the tours that we do, the events that we have. There's always something going on all year round. So ghosts aren't just for Halloween. <laughs> and Troy, before we leave, one more question, unless yeah. somebody else yeah. has another one. One of the listeners asked, they were looking at your bookshelf and they see the Ouija board up at the top. 
Is that just uh -huh. for decoration or do you use it for something? Oh, no, no. I've got lots of them. Um, but the one in the very middle, the one, the big one on the side is just a one from the fifties. And the one in the middle is from 1910. Um, I've got a, I just, they're pieces of art. They're antiques to me. Uh, I just think they're cool. Uh, I like the way they look. So I, I do collect some of the old ones, but that's not really my thing. Uh, Ouija boards. The Ouija boards aren't, aren't creepy. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. Are creepy. Well, I'm glad because <laughs> did you see the recent story of dozens of girls hospitalized after playing with the Ouija board? I did Seriously? See that. Yes. I that, had an idea with the Ouija board that freaked me out. Central America, Columbia. Yeah, it, it happened in Colombia. We're talking 28 yeah. girls hospitalized, anxiety, fatigue, passing out after using a Ouija board. Holy cow. Ooh. Yeah. It's a well, Troy. It, I'm glad you don't use those because we don't want you summoning any bad spirits yeah, on our show. Hey, Troy. By the way, Eric and I love histories. We let you go. Thank you for joining us. It was an honor. Yeah. We love history. Your intelligence is incredible. Your history, yeah. in regards to the the study of you, the towns that you live in that you study, is unparalleled. And it's been an honor. We'd love to have you back on if you have any other sure. ideas. Or uh, we we heard that you were even with our good friend George Norrie. We had George on the yeah. show as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let us I know if to. there's anybody else that would be great for our show because okay. we do put a focus on this on our Friday shows. Okay, sounds great. Yeah, and we sure will get do. to the bottom of ghosts before the end of this year. Oh, we will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Troy will help us. Right Troy, seriously, we love you, man. Have a great weekend, well, buddy. Thanks, guys. Take care. It was awesome. All right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Tim Allstead uh, gave us the idea to get him on. And – I reached out to him and it's not always easy to get guests. You know, like when we got with Kyle Rittenhouse, it took me like six months to get Kyle. It took me about five minutes to get Troy. I love <laughs> it was Troy. Great. He was so interesting. You know, it, I, it's, it's one of those things, Eric, and I know you feel, I'm sure the same way we could sit down and talk to Troy yeah. for hours mm -hmm. on end and just ask him questions yeah. after question yeah. after question. No, the guys, that's what I love about that is that anyone that you feel like you could just sit down with a beer and just go because you have so many questions, and it's probably, and each question leads yeah. to another question. But listen to him; he's he's kind of in the skeptics' corner. He is. Did well, you hear you, that? You have to be because you can't believe everything. I mean, more, a, no, but more so. When I saw Jeannie's video, I finally it took me a while to see what it was. I think I was just looking in the wrong spot. This time, I saw it as clear as could be. It looks like something to me, but I'm not an expert. He's the kind of guy you want to be hanging out and asking the question. He's like a physician that says, hey, should I take the uh, cupcake? And the physician goes, no, I'm a little skeptical of it. <laughs> I, I want it. him to So that's the kind of physician me. you that's want. Good. You know what I mean? And that's what he is. It's like I saw one guy walk across the hallway with a, with a lab coat on, and we couldn't find him. That was a ghost, right? But he didn't see anything else out, and he's been exploring for years and years and years. So that's the kind of – he's like, I know they're there. I saw one like you. You're kind I of think, the same way. I, you know, it's funny that you say that, because I thought about it last night before I went to bed, and I was thinking about today's show and us talking to Troy. I really do think that there's more around us, but we just can't see it. Like dogs, That was my other question. Yeah, like if dogs can't the, see television. Some dogs can't see television, and some can. So it, is that the case with the human eye? We, I think we think that we see everything that's around us, but okay, I don't believe that's say, true. Let me bring this up. I don't think our eyes can see, see everything. And then we have to one. take a quick break. Let me see if you no would. breaks, Vic. I'll, and I, I, I invite Scotty on this one, too. CERN, and you don't have to talk about this today, but CERN, I think, We'll discover ghosts before we discover UFOs. And I'll tell you why. Because CERN has been splitting atoms. And there's report after report, some legit, some not, but some legit, about how we are communicating with something intelligent, Vic, Mr. Super Catholic, 
on the other side. No, it's, it's very on Catholic. the other side in a dimensional way. In a dimensional way. Did you hear what I said? Yes. That they're able with this device to say, we just there's something on the other side of this thing that's got some sort of an intelligence and we don't know what or it is. Or did we create it? It's called marijuana. No, come on, Scotty. Not, not everything is damn Thank CBD. You, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Yes, Scott. Somebody said on the chat line it was mushrooms. Come on, man. Really good shrooms. I know we're going to go to break, but I want to know when we're going to do the It's a billion store. dollar shroom factory. Come on. <laughs> hey, shrooms are getting very popular. That is the next phase. I've of- heard that. Of all this well, yeah. medical marijuana and I understand the the microdosing of psilocybin and all that. Like I've had that pleasure. It's go. coming. It's coming quick. <laughs> I know you have. It's coming quick. Like it'll replace all those antidepressants and all that stuff. That's what they're trying to do to it. Is that that does that fall into the category of the psychedelic drugs? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because I've been studying that around the country. Uh, the, it's just like marijuana when it first came down. It has to pass legislative. Talks, legislative committees. And when something new comes in, it's like it's so hard for people to Just understand. go to British Columbia, Canada. Can we do this? Can we do this? Is this going to be bad? Is, and then you have to go through studies and years. And Just all you got to do is ask Aaron Rodgers. He's done yeah, enough exactly. of the crap. It's legal in parts of hey, Canada. I, did, I did find out about a DMT thing going on in Mexico where there's a DMT therapy the, center ran by a, a, a veteran. Yeah, That's where he his went. Wife. Yeah, yeah. That's where he went. I've been Rogers. trying to research that a lot because I'm you know on my way. Um, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson also I did, did not know that. Yeah. Hey, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into the congressman, Tennessee congressman, going public and saying that he thinks there's a lot to being done when it comes to the reverse engineering right now of UFOs. It's happening right now. We're going to show you some pictures. Tabitha has been talking all about it. UFOs showing up over sites where battles were being taken, explosions. Also... An object that was shot down over Alaska. It's not a, quote, Chinese balloon. It's something else. You won't want to miss this. Don't go anywhere. Share the show. Cancelthisshow.com. We'll be back in about three minutes. Uh, You won't want to miss this stuff. It's very, very bizarre, and it certainly fits our paranormal free-for-all conspiracy theory Friday. Scotty Gherkin, Lizzie Sparks, Eric Johnson, Tabitha Hass, I'm Vic Faust. Back with more. Cancelthisshow.com. Please share the show. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House. Because you like nice things. 
White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services, check them out at cancelthisshow.com. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314 276 sold. That's 314 276 7653 or Finder online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagway. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local athletes to injured workers and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagway.com. D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Hey guys, welcome back in to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. You can get on our website. You can watch us live as you are now, 8 to 10, Monday through Friday Central Time. Of course, you can always check out all of our original content and you can watch it and listen. Of course, the audio podcast are there as well for you to take on the go as well. Scotty Gherkin, Lizzie Sparks, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. We are here for CancelThisShow.com. Friday, free for all, paranormal conspiracy theory Friday. Are, do we have to show your picture, Tabitha? Did you send it to Scotty? If what, you want to. It is a freaky picture. Send it to Scotty. Did you show it to Eric? I did show it to Eric. Eric, should we show the pic? Yeah, wow. Sure. It's send, if you get a chance, it, it, send it, it came to in I as one of those H-E-I-C files. Oh, really? Open. Yeah, I don't know what it is. If you get it, you can go to that and send it back up. Yeah, um, I'll save it a different way. Okay. Um, in the meantime, as we continue to go on with this show, this was kind of bizarre to me when I saw it. Tennessee Congressman Tim Burchett told Newsweek, went on the record, that he believes, quote, we, I guess he means the United States, have recovered a craft at some point. In 1954. And possible beings as well. He says, I think Roswell. that a lot of that's being reversed engineering right now, but we just don't understand it. Now, back in early February, four objects were shot down, of course, as we know, across North America. Chinese balloons, not Chinese balloons. Uh, the Pentagon identified them as Chinese surveillance balloons. 
Well, the Defense Department has not yet confirmed the nature of the remaining three objects. They did say one of the four was a balloon, a Chinese balloon, but they did not say what the other three were. So they were over Alaska, Canada, and Lake Huron, Michigan. We're going to show you what allegedly, in just a moment, the Alaska situation is. We have a picture of that. But White House officials back on February 14th said that they were considering, the intelligence officials were considering as a leading explanation that these could be tied to commercial or research entities. Well, then, of course, the president, Biden, that is, February 16th, said that the three objects were mostly likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation, or research institutions, but they didn't confirm it. But this congressman from Tennessee, Tim Burchard, saying it's reverse engineering that's going on. It, it makes sense, right? If you if you got a, an aircraft, that's what China does when they ever shoot down one of our planes or captures it or whatever, is that you go and reverse engineer it. They didn't invent stealth flying. We did, and they stole it from us. They didn't invent supersonic air travel. We did, and they stole it from us. Well, why wouldn't we do the same thing with a UFO that landed on the ground? Hey, what's this? Oh, look, it's a silicone chip. What's a silicone chip? This just looks like a picture from Empire Strikes Back. It really does. Now, these are pictures. And it could be. These are pictures of what was shot down over Alaska. Allegedly, yes. And I'm going, okay, it does look like Star Wars. I guess I can't see it that well. And when was this? This was just February. recently, whenever they had all of the balloons that oh, were yeah. shot February. down. February. Okay. The, this is allegedly the one that was over Alaska. Someone claims they were in the area when it was shot down. They saw it come down. They what? went walked out took a photo of the object on the ground before the government came and swooped it away. I mean, that's bizarre. I can't see it well enough, I guess. Well, Scotty will pop it back But to me, it looks like the objects that we... This is the one that they called was the metallic cylindrical object that they shot down that they said had no propulsion system, etc., and I also have heard that this could be the object that they were talking about, the, the congressman was talking about when he said they recovered an object and they are studying it. Now that's just yeah. speculation. No, it has to to me, it looks like it, it looks tech, it looks like something we would have put in orbit. It does. It does. Yeah, I, it, yeah. But, but why did they shoot it down if it was something we put in orbit? And why is it that this looks just like so many other UFO sightings? They Remember, did admit, Biden's, yes. Biden did admit that our military, quote, shot down those four and that they were one was a balloon but didn't say what the other ones were why would that be associated with any other company it's not spacex now didn't that look a lot like the image we're seeing right now now the image we're seeing right now is an image that was released during the congressional hearings from a a united states air force pilot who saw this object in the sky and he took a photo of it there and if you remember last week i said somebody on facebook sent me some photos they they described it as a giant flying propane tank. Okay. I think yeah. this is the same object that you they were taking right. photos of. It looks exactly the same. Why is it? Are that, they all the same objects? I, why is it that we have these amazing pictures from these amazing te- cell phone cameras, but, we that, but we've that. never had an image of one of these things that was like high definition 4K. I'm glad you said that because yeah, it does because, drive me crazy. Because everything is that's like That's pretty high definition. Not really. And that's fairly high definition right there. If Scotty was I mean, to what zoom you into it, it'd be pixelated as hell. If every picture we see, it leaves something to the imagination. Satellite it? trash? On purpose. Yeah. 
satellite yeah, some, trash. Yeah, somebody called it satellite trash. And it could be. It absolutely well, could what's be. What's this other picture that was sent? This one here. This is, okay, now what we're showing you, since we're in the showing the pictures, I didn't make much of this, and I spoke to Tabitha about this. And Tabitha I saw said, it. It was it's a the big black, deal. It's the it black line down here. And I'm trying to, under, go ahead, Tabitha, explain Well, it. this was a also a big part of the congressional hearings into the study of the UAPs. And see this black line down here? You can kind of see a trail behind it. And what that allegedly is, or what we're told it is by testimony, I guess, so it's a fact, is that this object was seen over a an area of conflict. It, since it's classified information, they didn't tell us where. But this footage was shot by a by a Reaper drone. And if it looks this, like a duty, well, this is a picture. <laughs> it looks like that Caddyshack okay, so baby this, roof. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the problem with this is it doesn't really duty. capture what it was because it, this is a video, and that little thing that you see there was yeah. traveling underneath it. So yeah, this could look like nothing to you as a picture, but as as the video goes, you're like, what the hell was just underneath and, us? Yeah, and we don't we don't know. When they looked at the drone footage, they saw this. They don't know what it is. It was, it was over an active conflict zone. But we hear that so often that if they do see UFOs, UAPs, it's typically is over an active. It war looks zone. like a missile. It does kind of look like a missile, but but it's not because I mean they would know if there was a missile in the area at the time. I don't know, man. You and it's a common shape that they often describe. If you go out, like uh, like I do just researching for this show, I never look for it before we start talking about it on Fridays, and you research UFOs that were part of the congressional hearing, you will see the same types of shapes. Yeah, I, And this is one of them. This, all these pictures do nothing for me. The, me the, one, the one thing that no. hit me was that me thing either. that was filmed at North Point High School in Wentzville, where there was the light in the sky, and then it just... Poof, just takes off. I didn't even see yeah. that. And someone, yeah, that was good. Someone that, just saw that, that again yeah, recently. That made me believe that there's something else. I mean, yes. it took How off long ago was that? Maybe it was over the fall. It was during the football season, I think. I never saw it. I never saw it either. Um, I'll see if I yeah, can if anybody has yeah, video I saw a video that. of it on Facebook. Well, one of our listeners here, too, is saying is well over 5,000 satellites are in orbit working yeah. and non-working, plus all the space trash That's yep. what, and rocket and, trash. Yeah, but why would our government shoot down space trash? Who said they did? Well, we know they, they did. did because they Biden told us did. they did. Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, but does Biden tell the truth? They admitted. Well, it's not Biden that, himself. They said that we, quote, shot four of them down. It, one was yes. a Chinese balloon, and the others were likely associated with companies oh. research. What? Yeah, they tried to say the other ones were were likely uh, car sales balloons. Interesting, but you know how much those those missiles cost? What were they? Five hundred? What were half, they? Five hundred million dollars? Hundred half a million? Half a million dollars a piece? Right. So we're not going to be just tossing those around for no reason. Yeah, we will. All right, so I have this. It's like eighteen seconds long. It starts. You can see the light kind of right above the building on yep. this image. Yeah, I'll go okay. ahead and play this. I'm going to turn right. the volume. And this down was a from the bit. summer. This was in the fall. Over football, there was a bunch of people out there oh. after a football game. Okay, here we go. And it's floating in the sky. That light. Did you see it take off? No. One more time. Here we go. I got to get close here. I mean, it it just takes off like light speed. I did see that. And so many people in the Wentzville area were recording this. It was all over Facebook. I mean, it just takes off light speed. Like it was there, Once, boop, gone. Someone Once, else here, I'm not going to reveal any names, just saw this exact same thing like two weeks ago. It was not me, hmm. but it was somebody that we all in know. In Wentzville? Uh, not in Wentzville, but in the same general area. Okay. 
The same thing happening? Exact same thing. They're after me. You can talk to this person yourself. Once again, where's what, the what do you mean? What, what do you mean? It's someone you know. I, mean, I don't want to give away their private information. Oh, okay. To everyone. Yeah. I, I, I get that. I don't um, want to hear any more of those stories either. I have someone that knows someone that saw something. I was well, like, so I, because I because Eric, <laughs> I'm not going to reveal somebody's it private just, information just without can, their permission. It just well, is somebody you know worried I mean? that so, that? That's I want fine. the I don't well. I just don't have their permission to talk to about it. So publicly. in other words, Eric and I want. They may names. not care at all. Yeah. <laughs> can I have that button? I need that. Yes! I need to get my buzzer back. Is on fire. Give me. Is on can fire I have the tab at the real fast? Yeah. Yeah. I need my own set of buttons like I used to have. <laughs> there are yes, no, we do. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Oh, Aliens that. are around us. The government is letting this thing come out drib by drib. They have a they have a date in their head or in the in the Pentagon or somewhere. And there is a date on the board where they will finally say, Yeah, we saw this eat this uh, UFO. It was over Wentzville. It's the real deal. And that will ha- be the day. It will be dribs and drabs. <laughs> It will be draft. nothing hard. Nothing will be set. Uh, what do you think would happen if they would say that? I mean, everyone's going to pandemonium, go, son. No, I don't think yes. it's going to be pandemonium. Why? Pandemonium. It Why? Over a Are you kidding game? me? Why would it be pandemonium? It would challenge every major world religion on. The, no, it doesn't. Cha- no, it doesn't. It doesn't challenge. So. Eric, it doesn't challenge religion. You're, you're high as a kite. No, it doesn't. You're high as a kite. So? How so? <laughs> Leave my mushrooms out of this. <laughs> you know I'm telling the truth. No, I don't. It would. How? How so? Because. I see. I don't think it would. I'm going to be disappointed if it's not true. It would, I'm Scotty. ready for the aliens. It would, Scotty. It's you, not like we're talking uh, Independence Day where they're all laid over cities and they're ready to attack. Like, they just say, hey, we know that there's something out there. We don't We don't know enough they about do, it. They're doing it, it right true. now. Eric, most people. They're doing be, it right most now. Most people would be excited. If. Okay, maybe until we're talking lasers, about two separate things. Until lasers start hitting. Maybe we're talking about. Maybe we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Considering two, we're shooting them down until now. Until they melt our brains, everything will be fine. I would need you guys to do this this um, this <laughs> exercise in your brain real fast. So, Eric, are you talking about like say one of those things fly over, say the new soccer center or over? No. Okay. Um, so here's what I'm talking about. Tonight on Nightly News, I'm Lester Holt. We we now clarify that the president has officially made it official they will show the pictures of the aliens that they have in captivity you would have six billion people scotty attached their face would be attached to phones to tvs it would be it would be a a world-altering event it's already happened that's it happened back in the world no it has not yes because what they do with these 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 hearings in congress is they there's i still don't believe they're real all right but at least they're talking about it. At least they're talking about it. We already know what it. happens. It happened to that old radio program. It they would did the change World of your perspective on the universe. Suicide. Who has a who has a favorite alien movie? I do. That well, who, which which movie? Which movie? Do you, well, which movie do you E.T. guys is the most relative to what we could find out? Independence first, Day. First contact. Independence Day. Yeah. First contact. The I think us. Signs hit it. Square mm-hmm. on the head, yeah. Simon that's a Mel good, Gibson yeah, and uh, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was not fun either. That was a cool movie though. Yeah, and, and that, it also was, tied religion vi- to it, which was really cool. But that was also a violent movie. We have nothing not really. to fear from aliens. You know, how do you know? Because I have stuff to fear from you. Look at well, that you should look at. <laughs> 
Look so, at, I mean, what are you talking about? How in the hell do you know? I'm waiting for Tabitha to take. Look at how all do you know of, zipper mask? Look at all of the people. <laughs> All of the people who claim to Come have on, been man. abducted yeah. and who pass a lie That's detector a good test saying they've been abducted, the aliens, now they might probe them a little bit, but then they send them home and they oh put them back God. in their own beds. Tap of them Did you see to be that probed. on the National Enquirer? <laughs> what? But you're not you're not going to quote the National Enquirer, are you? <laughs> now no, we I'm went. not quoting the National Enquirer. It sounds like something you'd hear in the National Enquirer. Oh, yes. Great but, point. But you know what? But there's a lot of stories out there <laughs> by people, and I'm not going to make fun of them. So you're talking about probes and I'm lasers not, and I'm blowing the planet up, and that, and you don't think people would be George Norrie is someone who says he was abducted by uh, aliens. I am not going to make fun. But he did not fun. say that on our show. He didn't say it on our show. I am not going to make fun of people who feel like they've been abducted. I, I'm who not. About, who said that, though? Who's making fun of those people? Nobody's making fun of people who say they've been. You guys are talking about them being on the National Choir and no, no, I never said the Sun Times. I would never, ever, ever do that. So be making fun of people, Vic. Yeah, you have to be careful when you assess that. The toy, the 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 technology that we see in these videos. Yes, it looks like these guys could toy with us like we're cats. Yes. Okay. Yes. And if they say, "Come here, they could," and they don't want to. Come here, kitty, 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 and then whap, they could take us out that fast. (laughs) I'm telling you that aliens. That you don't know nothing about is not a good thing. All right, we don't know anything about them, and if we tonight on night tonight on nightly news with Lester Hall, we confirm aliens. You would have a freakout session that you've never seen in your entire life. But we know Lester Holt is lying. So well, then use Rachel Maddow. Of course, oh, she's never that's lying. That's even better. Okay, then use Rush. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Use Tabitha Hassel. She'd be a good face. Well, for they're going to be here right in time for the 2024 elections. I am oh sure. My God. Oh, awesome. I want to see if this I is bet the they scene. Are, here. Tab. I'm Someone sure on the right. comment line said that. And uh, after Nam, I uh, got into uh, crop dusting, and uh, been doing that ever since. <laughs> on a uh, personal note, sir, I just like to add that. Uh, Ever since I was kidnapped by aliens 10 years ago, I've been dying for some payback. And I just want you to know that uh, I won't let you down. <laughs> nice Sold. Jobs. Get him a jet. I wish yeah. I had a better version. That's such a great scene. I know. <laughs> that dude's payback. Uncle Eddie. I love you it. gotta love him. Give him a jet. <laughs> <laughs> Up jet. yours! <laughs> uh, Tabitha, I don't dismiss anything you say, but... I do believe if you if you unleashed it quickly, you would be doing a detrimental thing to the planet Earth. I do. I really do. Well, I they've think already told us that it exists. If you, We're just people no, aren't listening. Yes, no, they, they have. No. Why do you think they're having I noticed Eric, two years she ago. says things that seem so far fetched. Correct. But she's. But then we find out a year or two later right. she's been right the right. whole time in this room. So thank you, Lizzie. In this room, but your your cousin Gertie and your aunt Hazel, cousin Gertie and your aunt Hazel, they don't listen <laughs> to the show. It doesn't and matter. And they go to church and it they believe matter. different things. It was and Grandma the, Ida. I, it Ida, Grandma Ida wouldn't have my her, grandma. Yeah, Iver. Iver, that's it. Dorothy. Grandma Ivermectin would have a hey. problem <laughs> with nice UFOs. Grandma, all right? Grandma. I'm seriously. Look at Vicky's rolling his eyes. God love you, Eric Vic. loses his brain sometimes. Well, I am going to be very, I absolutely 100% believe aliens exist, whether they're humans from the future or extraterrestrial. Who knows? But you know what? Maybe we're some kid's uh, sea monkey project, and the sky's not even real. Yeah. Maybe it's all just... We're in a cage, and that's a little hologram, and it's just this little boy taking us out, do and then putting us back in our bed, and it's not aliens at all. Who knows? 
Maybe we're all like on Could the Could you Truman imagine show. living in a world where the Pentagon wasn't the biggest military power on the planet anymore? Immediately? You mean like right now? No, I'm asking you a legitimate question. Could you imagine being one minute the Pentagon is going to protect you with the biggest military force on the planet besides China's, of course. I am imagining that because and, that is exactly how it is right now. And you now have a force <laughs> of nature that is has can toy with you without with the, without even. They don't thinking want about to it. toy with us, Eric. Yeah, they could have. We're like they little, want our natural we're, resources. <laughs> we're like little ha- we're like little hamsters in a cage. We're like little hamsters. They could toy with that us. They give us little toys yeah. and watch and study us. Yeah. I bet yeah. that's true. And I think they're just throwing <laughs> stuff down at us. And that's, that's the junk. I think George Lucas guy. is an alien. And he's yeah. just trying oh, to guys, yeah. go watch Mars Attacks. Well, also go watch Mars Attacks tonight, and you will find you'll see what I'm talking about. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it could yeah. happen. We're joking about it now, but tomorrow we won't. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can see him. That's the new sound. That's for the, the sound they the make. The tomato. They yeah. come at you. There. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. <laughs> oh, come on, but. Also, but One more also, time, yes. Vic's tried his hardest to be serious. Vic, don't try to be serious right I'm now. I'm not being serious. Don't this try to be it. serious. Here, the first this, time I've laughed all week. Yeah. This, this you, can, you can laugh about this. This yes. is okay. I am. Trust I, me. I think she just thought that I was trying to get be serious about getting a story out, but it goes with what we're saying. Also, on Monday, Steven Spielberg came out and said, aliens exist one hundred percent believe it, and he I went, am one. <laughs> Rips he, off his <laughs> mat. Don't do it right now, Vic. Please. Maybe he said the close encounters of the third kind. That whole situation. He said that he's never seen a UFO. However, he says despite not having proof, and that was the key. He said that he believes one hundred percent mathematically. It's impossible that humans are the only intelligent oh, no life no in the entire universe. No doubt. Now, do they have metal-type objects that can get them from the Orion Belt to our solar system? I don't know about that. That seems a little far-fetched to me. I mean, can you really project someone through the universe faster than the speed of light? Because it would have to be faster than the speed of light. We'll try with you. And he doesn't think that they've touched <laughs> our Eric planet. Is an and you don't think they have? He doesn't think any aliens have hit, come to our planet. Correct. He's That's- wrong. Oh. I don't know. Everybody, we can, all we can do is everybody deserves to have their opinion about all this stuff. It really, and that's is. all it is. But it, again, don't make me bring out my analogy of a roach trying to explain a car to its children, because a roach could never explain a car. It doesn't have the mental capacity. And I believe that in the universe right now, we are roaches trying to explain what a a Lexus is to its kids. It doesn't even know how to communicate that to its kids. That's where we are in our human evolution. Stay away from that because it'll run you over. I prefer not to be called a roach. Well, Eric. you are a roach in the universe that is trying to explain the universe. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that to be mean. I get it. Eric either calls roaches or hamsters. Look, roaches. If I'm a roach, I want to be Papa Roach. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Roach. Uh, Papa Roach. No, I'm just, and, and the only reason I say that is because it, it's, it's a... Um, it's an analogy that is the gosh darn truth. We are trying to explain things we have no business trying to explain. Well, we're speculating is all. All any of us can do is speculate. I've never seen a UFO. I know people who have. I've never been abducted. I've talked to people who have been. You know people been. who say they have. 
who believe they have. Yes. Has anyone here ever seen anything that they thought was a UFO? No. I have not. Never. Never. I have not. But that doesn't yes, mean I, I did don't one time. It. I was at a wedding and I saw those little uh, the little uh, lanterns flying around, and I looked at them for five minutes, thinking we're being invaded by UFOs. <laughs> but most people don't look up. How often do you look up? You know, most people are driving in their cars when they're outside. A lot of people aren't even outside that often. And you know, the lights here obscure a lot. Like even that that video here in O'Fallon, you could or Wentzville, you could barely see the light of the UFO because the lights are so bright. But don't get we angry. We live in the city. Me. I'm going to get also real angry. a psychological <laughs> fact that if you believe something can happen, if you maybe want it to oh, happen, that's called the secret. No, yep. you start manifesting. You start well. You can call it manifesting, or you can call it make believe. You want something to happen so bad, boom, and you want to believe in something so bad that you'll take something that another person may dismiss and go, oh no, this subconsciously you want it to be true, yes. so you see something that may not be there. That's a, not saying that that's a case. I'm just saying it is a psychological fact. Do you want to hear something even crazier than what Vic just says? What if we're all, you're living in my reality and I'm living in your reality, which are two totally different things. It's possible. The reality that I'm seeing right now is not the, it's, it's one of infinite realities. You might be dead you might, and this is your dream. I might be here in your reality, but I might actually be good looking in your reality. <laughs> you are good looking. You see what I'm saying? You, I've uh, often you see what I'm saying? that yeah, too. I see that what you're it's, <laughs> it's a crazy thing to think about. It's it, the, If you believe in manifestation, if I manifest it, you guys in my reality, you see what I mean? Yeah, I already know this. Scotty hit it Go earlier. Ahead. Our, no, our, our paranormal free-for-all conspiracy theory Fridays will now be sponsored and advertised by marijuana companies. <laughs> Why not? It, it makes Why not? sense. It does Marijuana sense. mushroom sponsor. Do we all have to partake shows? before the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my word. Oh, my God. <laughs> that left us speechless for, enough like for me. I'll tell you what. Seconds. Oh. Microdosing on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Microdose Friday. Hey, by the way, coming up next week, um, Eric, this is not Paranormal Conspiracy Theory Friday, but we are going to have friend of the show, Donald Chung, back in studio, and he is breaking down everything that our media is refusing to tell us when it comes to China, what's mm -hmm. legitimately happening with China, how China is in our country taking over, going, and it angers him because he grew up in communist China. And he hates to see what's happening. We brought it up before. He joined us on the, the radio side that we used to have. Um, for people who don't know, Eric, you brought up your former DC show. Uh, Donald was a big part of that show for a long time as well. But he's coming in to break down everything going on with China. And he said, Love it'll it. blow your mind. And why? And the news that we're getting, world news in the United States is not the rest of the world news that everybody else yeah. is seeing. Yeah, what do well, I tell you guys that is all so the time? And, and not a conspiracy theory as he talks about just wait till you find out what Ukraine is going to be in the next five years, in the next 10 years, and how powerful, quote, powerful That's right. Ukraine is. And something for you, Tabitha. That's why Russia is trying to take care of it. Regarding exactly. the truth about Russia and China <laughs> 
being friends or not friends. I can't wait to hear that. People and, are going to want to hear that for sure. And so we're just working a date for him for next week. I cannot wait because you know what? You guys don't ever believe me. But when somebody else says that you guys believe them. There you go again. So you it'll guys. Be good. I believe you guys. I believe It'll be good Tabitha's to have someone favorite, else because it's true. It'll be good to have someone else say what I'm always saying to some degree. I don't know you what else to say. You can't handle the truth. That's right. <laughs> Can I have that button? Yes. yes. That will make the people, t- if they already still have their Ukraine frag, oh, wait a minute, Ukraine, Ukraine flags. I don't even know why I can't say that word. It's, anyway, hard. it's hard. I can't say that. It but is. anyway, those people that have those flags up, they need to be taking them down. I'm sorry. But wow. A lot of um, a lot of state and federal representatives wear those flags all the time. That I think is I saw ridiculous. It was planned on the heartstrings at first. And that has Joe a lot Manchin. to do with Joe what Manchin's Ukraine's going to be. Yeah. yeah, and what they I don't want understand what you're talking about. How did how do you take farmland? They want in the Ukraine of... to be bigger than Dubai. They want Who's it to they? be Who, yeah. the Who's Las they? Vegas Who's of they? the world. Who's that would they? be Europe, NATO, NATO countries. Why do they NATO want it to be countries? bigger than Dubai? Because it, the, Ukraine has been used for money laundering for decades. It will explain decades. how France and Germany are going to be answering to Ukraine. That's right. That's going to be France the, and what? Germany yes. will be. Yes, that is be, true. Like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whatever you say, Ukraine. Yes, sir. The Why? New World yes, Order sir. center of the universe. Think about that. Yes. Is where? Is you, is is going to be Ukraine. Ukraine. That's why Putin is fighting so hard to keep that from happening. Think about the amount of money. Think about the For military sure. equipment. They have gone from nothing to plentiful in everything in a matter of a year and a half. Eric, have you seen how people live in Ukraine? Have you seen their grocery stores? Or their gas no, stations. It's extremely. They look kind of bombed out to me. Oh no! no. A very only no. a very small part of Ukraine has actually seen any war action, at all. The Ukrainian grocery stores are far better than ours. Their gas stations, their convenience stores, hotels, skyscrapers. They don't show that to you on Western media. Far better than our infrastructure. Like there's been here. enough reporters over there to kind of. Report They're not on covering that. that. Who's yeah. going to report on it? No. It'll be. It'll just be interesting to get that perspective, which is why yeah. we talk about. You're that. just seeing it's, the eastern region that is really Russian, and and that's the part that's be, that where the war is, and it's old and older infrastructure. But it also makes sense too, because even before we were talking about Ukraine and the war and everything else, the natural resources in Ukraine. Oh, definitely. Are unbelievable, and then you add all the money, all the military might that is now being put in, and you put it where they are, and it's a part of NATO becoming the strongest country in NATO. And you guys suck. Well, and it is Ukraine is is raping our country. It could be a conspiracy theory, but it's not. And guess who's paying for it? We are. Hunter Biden. We already are. Think about this, Eric. We're sending all of our money over there, all of our equipment, all of our stuff, and then we're going to get bombed out by Russia and China and guess where Biden and all his buddies are going to end up? They're going to be living over in Ukraine with Obama uh, under the New World Order. That's what their plan is. It's a crazy, crazy they don't, situation. That's why, they don't care about this country. Saying? Well, here's the thing. Most of it, yes. I've been, and here's why. With Ukraine, okay. 100%. Because of who Zelensky is. If okay. you study who Zelensky's past He's an is. actor, but yeah. Yes. If you study what's happened, if you go back to what our... With, with Biden as vice president, with Biden as president, okay. with the push, the still push to give all of the money, all of the military might to this country out of nowhere. Okay. And Zelensky asking for and demanding things from a military standpoint that have nothing to do mm-hmm. with protecting what they're trying to protect 
against the Russian, quote, invasion. That's right. The things that he's asking for has nothing to do with keeping Russia out. It, it's a bigger plan. I would love it. It is. And I, I know it would fall under the lines of a conspiracy theory Friday, Eric. And then when well, you start. Perfect timing. And then when you start to hear what's happening from a military. And don't think China wants what's happening in Ukraine either. They don't. Of course they don't. They're, they're, they're all. And that's why. And you'll start to. They are saying truth. This country is not speaking the truth. We're all like, oh, and this isn't against Ukraine. It's like, oh, let's give money. Let's show our flags because it's nice. It's sweet. It yes. makes us feel good as Americans. It's but the we same don't see the people, poison in the dessert. If, if you go into St. Louis City or, or any big city and you see a BLM flag, yeah. they're the people that have a Ukraine flag. And I'm not saying that they're bad people, but it tells you just exactly what Vic was saying. It's virtue signaling. That because they can't do anything about it. But then if you look even deeper, yeah. it's what Tabitha is saying. Mm-hmm. We are literally getting raped by Ukraine. Uh, well, by our own government. Eric, it's right, all, by it's our a, own government. It's as if you knew your house was going to burn down. Okay. And therefore, you stopped making repairs on your house. And you started taking all of your money and all of your assets and sending it to another country. Because you knew eventually your house was going to burn down. And so you don't care because all of your assets are already moved. That's what they're doing to us here in the United States. They're they're giving away every single thing we have, making us weak. We'll be destroyed here because we're just collateral damage. And in the meantime, they're building their new world order utopia in Ukraine. Can I buy property there cheap right now? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Maybe in the metaverse. You want to become a, a, Ukrainian, right a Ukrainian national? <laughs> where's, where's Kathy? I need to finance a, some land over in Ukraine. <laughs> They'll give you a barn dominium over there if you're friends a with A barn? Hunter. They'll give me a barn mm-hmm. built in 1930. I, I, what a great point before we get out of here today, as Robert Peterborough says, is our government subservient to another power? Yes. And well, that would a perfect be a perfect question yeah. for Friday. That is a good what question. A I think for the I weekend. think more so yes than not, especially when you have the leadership. Yes. A few years ago with Trump in office, no way. But under Biden, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, that is so true. Biden has done so many bad things that he owes people money. And so he's giving them you think that's your it? money. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's it? I think that, they, that, that he has, maybe. that his little chump self... Because he wanted a few million dollars put in his personal bank account, he would sell out this entire He's country. covering for his son. It's you not, think so? Yeah. And it started long before Biden. He's just mm-hmm. one of many and to profit far, in Ukraine. Well, somebody's covering though, for him. It's yeah. far above Joe Biden. I mean, with all due respect, to actually You're absolutely think that right. he's smart enough, exactly. intelligent no. enough, cognitive um, enough to understand everything? No, of course he's not. He's just no puppet. He has no idea. No, I'm the, sorry. You're, and Vic, you're so right. And we've been given example after example after example. Can you get a Republican president to turn it around fast enough, Tabitha? <laughs> Depends. I think so. I think so. Okay. Because you know why? Okay. Because eventually what the war is going Stop to be, money. it's going to be, it's, uh, that's right, Vic, it's going to be NATO against BRICS. Think about that. And so if we had a, a president, let's say Trump, I don't know exactly what he would do or DeSantis or whoever, but I do think that they do have an option right now to stop things in its tracks. And I think we were already there. And that's why they cheated so hard to get Trump out because Trump wanted to withdraw us from NATO. 
and from the UN. Mm -hmm. And that would be a major step. If we had withdrawn from NATO and from the UN, none of this would be happening right now. I think I need a lunch and learn with Tabitha that involves sock puppets and and magic markers and a whiteboard. (laughs) Yes. And she will tell you that the Uniparty is the one doing this. We'll put her at the whiteboard with a camera and you can study her. And some marionette puppets. We'll we'll let you have a lunch and a recess as well. We'll sit down and map <laughs> and out nap the, time. Yeah, yeah we'll map I, out the puppet fact, masters. I, and, and it'd be like chat GPT if you've ever used it. I say, explain Ukraine as if I'm a second grader. <laughs> Go. <laughs> and you know what? In chat GDP would lie to you because I've asked it questions playing around. Oh, that's a good point. And it's as liberal as its creators. Is it really? Well, yes, in some instances. But I also saw one, Tabitha, as we leave, that asked about, quote, climate change and AI said there is no such thing. Uh oh. Mm. Uh-oh. So I guess it's <laughs> somebody get on the developer quick. If you, yeah. <laughs> hey, for Scotty Girk and Lizzie Sparks, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, I'm Vic Faust. Thanks again for watching canceltheshow.com. We continue to come strong. So 74 episodes already. We continue to go stronger. We continue to make it go longer. And of course, we love you guys joining us. Share the show, subscribe, send the stars. If you can donate, fantastic. Thank you for all the stars today, by the way. Um, We are grateful. We appreciate you guys letting people know. Of course, you can watch us all the time. Cancelthisshow.com. Have an awesome weekend. We'll catch you Monday, 8 a.m. Central for the live show. But of course, you can catch us all the time at cancelthisshow.com.